Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. I am here today. My name is Capri. I am your host with the most um, lover, not a fighter, with a beautiful soul here. <laughs> I'm uh, Cam. Cameron is my full name, but I'm Cam. Would you like to tell people what you, you know, do? Um, I do a lot, <laughs> but, um, I I currently sing, I songwrite, um, I have experience with a little bit of acting, um, I love writing poetry, I love expressing myself, so it's done in many ways, I like painting as well, um, and I'm just like bringing people together, that's one of the best things about me, just bringing good vibes together in one area, one space. I love you. Thank you. (laughs) One of the topics we are about to talk about is trust. Trust. Mm. Trust. Mm. I don't know. Like, definitions vary when it comes to trust. I think trust can be very complex, but very simple. And it can be on point, but also like scattered in so many ways. Um, What is your example of trust? My example um, of trust would be, hmm, I feel like my example of trust would be if I, ooh, perfect example um if I was like probably six five and I'm walking to the store but I have to cross the street I have to trust you to hold your hands to go across the street but I always like my mom always taught me to never talk to strangers and I'll never forget that I was outside with my god uh brother I had to walk across the street and his friend reached his hand out was like hold my hand I was like I don't know you <laughs> I'm like I don't know you I was ready to risk walking across the street by myself because I did trust this I was with them all day but I was like I don't trust you like I don't know you you're a stranger so I feel like that's an example I have for trust but I feel like my idea of it has changed as I grew so there are different levels to trust, apparently, mm. in respect to, like, relationships. Okay. So let's talk about trust. Let's start with personal. What does trust mean to you personally and in personal relationships? Not social, not family, not business, but your personal relationships with people. I think trust, personally, would, when it comes to persona um and how someone comes off it's like an energy that you kind of feed off of like it's almost magnetic to where you feel like if anything happened this person has your back this person 
can fulfill the fear that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we are very fearful human beings. Um, and in order to not feed into that fear, you have to put your trust in someone. Um, and I think when it comes to relationships, personally, that can be the factor of why people don't have trust because they're fearful. They don't want to let their vulnerable side show by putting that guard down and be like, okay, look, I do trust you. Um, I think one example I have is when you out with a guy and y'all on the first date and you like, you're trying to figure out how you're going to get home. At some point, you're not trusting him to get you back home. You want to get home on your own. Um, but if y'all have a good time and it's like, ooh, he makes you feel good, the energy is magnetic, you kind of want him to take you home. He, you kind of want him to walk you to the door and you kind of want to let him know where you live because you trust him that much. And I feel like that's where it comes to, do I fuck with this nigga? Do I like this nigga? Like, um, I feel like trust personally within that definition, it could be huge factor of if it's going to be successful or not in the very jump. If I can't trust you off back, how do I think about you in other ways? How do I open up to you? You know? Um, And I think that's very important when it comes to meeting someone that you want to do things with, want to have sex with, want to have some type of relationship with because you have to open up in order for it to work out. And if you don't trust that person, you're going to always remain in that type of fear your guard is going to be up regardless. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that because you're saying that trust is magnetic. Trust mm. is like like anything else. It's a frequency. It's an energy. That's true. But what about the people who think trust is built? Because let's just say mm. you feel all those feelings. And it's like, I do want you to take me home. But what's going to happen when you take me home? Am I going to be safe when I go home with you? So I feel like... Mm. that let's let's speak on that because i don't think especially in our generation we are very i feel like as a generation very spiritual so we believe in energy and that's what we take but it's like you also have to people are people people have traumas people have history because that's a fear if i can't trust you that's a fear especially if you make me feel good so what about when you meet somebody and you know that you like them, you see potential in it, how are we going to build that trust? Let's talk about that. Is it worth it? Is it not? What does that look like? I think it's about how dependable you are when it's not expected. Mm. Like, knowing little things about me that might relate to my traumas, so you being very careful about it, I might have gotten raped right before I, the year before I met you. So I'm kind of shaky. I'm kind of nervous. But you keeping your distance of, keeping your distance from me, you're not trying to completely cuddle up with me and hug me all up on me because you know what I've been through. I feel like that's a, that's a way to build trust. You, you create the boundaries. You create those lines that you don't even want to cross because you just want that person to trust you. I think... Once you say, no, fuck that, I'm not the mother, guys, or forget what you've been through, forget your traumas, forget what you're fearful of, that's when trust can't be built because it's 
it's about the ego. Mm-hmm. It's about the yeah. arrogance. And I think mm-hmm. trust is taking all of that away. It's not worrying about yourself. It's not worrying about who I identify as or who what you've known me to be. Mm-hmm. It's really about putting that guard down and stripping me naked and stripping me from a core versus the shell. Mm. And I feel like that's why trust is so hard because some people completely strip themselves off back and some people hold the shell up until it's like completely cracks and then you're like what the hell like there's never a complete balance balance which is why some trust is earned some trust is built I mean I have a few examples one example is like my friend when I first went to college it was very hard to trust him because he already had relationships with other people. And I felt like that was going to make make the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. But once I made a relationship with him, I was able to see his core. I was able to trust him. And it took me to strip away what I seen and how he treated other people to know that he would not treat me like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a, to the specific person, but persona like, the energy that they have, you have to match it somehow because it's like, if I'm on this playing field, if I'm in this dimension and I don't ever want to be in yours, then why are we doing this? How would I know how to trust you? Like, how would I build that? Like, but build itself the word, like, it takes time. You can't just build some shit, like, off back. You have to grab pieces, you gotta grab a screwdriver, you have to figure out how to put shit together and I think that's when it comes to figuring a person out figuring out their traumas figuring out their fears and what the fuck they've been through but yeah I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no you're fine I love you I agree with you one of the things that I heard like ring in my ear when you first like when you first explained it was vulnerability because that's all I feel trust is it's just a very strong connection to how vulnerable are you willing to be and what did they do it's a mix of how vulnerable are you willing to be and what did they do to earn your trust mm-hmm. because I also want to pose a question like is there such thing as you know a basis level of respect you just give people in general mm-hmm. or is that just ripped away and you just have to earn it from like the floor up because mm-hmm. No, I mean, I know personally I try, well, not even try, like, that. that's how, I, that's how I look at, sh- like, shit, like, I like to give people, like, a basic, like, a basic ground level of, like, genuine respect, and from there, I just, it's one of those, you start off with 100%, anything lower than that. Ask yourself why I was looking. Ask yourself why did it decrease? Mm-hmm. So that's how I always start off with. You got a hundred percent for me, respect, loyalty, all that. But but most definitely respect and trust. I'm sorry, not respect. Trust. Trust. Um, I know I do come off with a hundred percent of trust, but again, it just decreases like, and it usually decreases from whatever the person did. So if it's solid, it's solid. I don't have to question it. But if it's not, I 
trust me, it's a reason why. And considering, like, the traumas and the past hurt and pain, I had to personally learn that um, it, is, it is easier said than done to let to let things go, but not just to let it go, but to heal through it. Because oh. you got to let it go to heal. You got to forgive the person to heal. And that's like, that's such a scary thing to do, but it's not even for them. It's for you. Because once you've accepted it, you can't change it. Okay, what am I doing? What do I need to do now to progress from this? And I feel like once you do that, I know for me personally, that's what got me to the point of I just give, you know, I start off with 100%. If it decreases from there, you like you are your own reason that it's decreased or why I have this much this much trust for you or, you know. I think I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I don't... I don't give people the benefit of the doubt at all. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm the type of person that you have to earn to trust. Like, you can build it as much as you fucking want. But, like, if it's not completely earned to me, like, if you don't show me, like, it has to be a tip for tat type of thing. You can't be a, I'm giving my all, then I'm basing it off of what you give back. I think it's. Okay, so if you do a little bit, then I do a little bit. Then you do a little bit, then I do a little bit. Like, I don't want to be in a place where I trust the person off back because that has completely hurt me. Um, But also, it it made me too vulnerable, and I think it's Mm -hmm. levels to it. Like, okay, like, I wish that I was vulnerable sometimes off back so that people could see that I do have that that ability to trust them but because I've been through so much and I have traumatic events and I've had it's there's walls that's built that you have to kind of knock down and I it wasn't like that always before I kind of let any guy be in my face for a long time but like even now I'm like I need you to kind of be up front like I kind of need to see over time, what you really, how you move, fuck what you saying, fuck all that shit. I need to see how you move. Honestly. Maybe with with other people, but with me, to see like okay, respect, vulnerability, um, even just expressing how you feel. I feel like that'd be the biggest thing about trust. Like, when it comes to guys, they don't like to explain their trust or why they trust someone or where they trust lies almost it's like they kind of just want you to go with the flow and it's it's not realistic because like half the time they don't be on their shit second the time i mean most of the time okay literally literally. (laughs) and then other times like they're not really showing trustworthy actions so you're kind of just like okay let me trust myself and hopefully that gets me through it yeah and that's what i was gonna pose to y'all because it says here when it comes to trust so trust just so we know the definition is like the faith you have in someone that they will always remain loyal to you and love you to trust someone means that you can rely on them comfortable confiding in them because you feel safe so it sounds like trust is a safe space 
That's mm-hmm. created over time. Through actions, through words, and through just how you show you care. Mm-hmm. But they're also saying like there's different types. So there's like like what you're saying it seems like it's confidence in yourself and like trusting your intuition over anything. So it's like what happens even when you do build this relationship with someone? Because I feel like oftentimes with people, it's when we can't trust them, it's fear, it's traumatic experiences, but it's also like, am I seeing what I want to see? Because mm. it's very easy to live life through rose-colored glasses, especially when you think they got it all. It's like on the surface, like you said, no, not my shell, but my core. And men will not show you that for a very long time just to get what they want. Like, so like, what? How do y'all feel about that? <laughs> trusting self over trusting in someone else to give you. Because I feel like when it comes to relationships, all the relationships we have with people we care about, they're just a reflection of who we are. Yeah. Like, I think one example is I'm talking to this guy now, and it's like. A part of him doesn't really have some, anything. He doesn't really have financial stability. He's kind of living with his cousin, sisters type thing. But I see that he's very caring with the environment that he's in. He's not blocking everybody out. He wants to show love everywhere. He spreads love. A part of it scares me because I'm not mm. that caring. Mm. I'm not that caring about my environment. I might be caring with my friends. I might be caring with outside factors. But I don't have the same core. Um, And it took me a while to see that he is very sensitive. He's very caring. Um, That itself was the core that I feel like I had to strip. Because he was like, he was this hard guy when I first met him. He was this hard hard being when I met him and to to eventually see that he was like soft it kind of made me want to back off because I'm like why appear to be so heartless or so stern and aggressive when in reality like you're a teddy bear Mm. and how do I trust you if I only see your care within your own environment. I don't see how it is when it comes to yourself. I don't see it when it comes to how you move with, I guess, your friends. It's like almost like you have to see how a guy move with his family, his friends, his dog. Like You have to see all of it to kind of even get a full idea of how he moves or how who he is in general. And a part of it makes me not... I don't know if I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to trust him, but it's hard to trust him because there's so many different sides to him that I've seen. It's like, which one do I have for you? But the core itself is kind of just like the complete opposite of who I am. Mm. I feel like I'm a little more hardcore in this side and he's like a lot more softer and I don't want to hurt him, but also I didn't give him enough trust yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving him any trust. I'm not giving him any vulnerability yet because I see how soft and dependent he is upon his environment. I don't want to be a part of that environment or just be that important environment yet. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like, 
Mm-hmm. You have to decide if the person is confident enough to trust themselves. Mm-hmm. So that when you do come in the picture, it's like, it's not such a big deal. Like, we was talking about this yesterday. With, I was talking about this yesterday with my family about how it's a difference between confident men and it's a difference between arrogant men. Mm. Arrogant men feel like relationships are scary. They're too committing. They're too trusting. Mm-hmm. When you have a confident man, it's like, oh, I want to dive deep in. I want to cuff you right now. I want to put a ring on your finger. And it's mm-hmm. like, something <laughs> is something that's clearly blocking one from the other as far as in openness trusting and letting people see that they are vulnerable because arrogant men don't want people to see that they're vulnerable but the confident man doesn't care about being vulnerable they're they're who they're who they are they trust themselves Mm -hmm. so yeah Um, it's such a beautiful conversation it's like it's it's making me think about a lot of different things but yeah i feel like you know we all have our own meaning and definition of what trust is from our own experience. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's making me question, so like, even from your example, because I feel like I was in a similar situation. It's like, you get to know this person, right? You build this relationship. You think you know them. Then once you get to that core, like, I love that metaphor of like the shell and the core. Once you see their core, and it's like, ooh, I'm not that, or ooh, I'm not looking for that. Now it's like, then what? Because mm. remember we talked about some people are vulnerable up front. Some people build that vulnerability because that's the thing about being in relationships with people and developing relationships. The more you in it, the more you express yourself. The more you learn how to say and get comfortable with, this is what I need, this is what I want, because it's like, you put your faith in that. So, what happens when you have those situations where it's like, oh, this isn't what I thought I wanted, even though I told you it's what I wanted. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked, but... <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel attacked. I'm just saying. It's just the pose of thought. Because we're talking about trust in relation to personal relationships. So, it's like... No, I agree. I think when it comes to... It's kind of like, back to what you were saying, like knowing what you want versus actually seeing it right in front of you. Um, it kind of shows you how much you actually trust someone or how often you trust people in general. Then you kind of generalize yourself and then you end up generalizing the relationship. I think it's very specific to the person of how they move after that. Okay, I don't show you my core. What do you want from me now? Um, and I think sometimes it's hard because sometimes we kiss before we really get to see their mm, core. We might sex. have sex before we get to really see their core. Give yourself. Emotionally, that's a, a whole nother topic, okay? But now you're stuck and you like, damn, I'm with this soft ass nigga. Or, damn, I'm, I'm with, with this, this hard ass, ass nigga. nigga. Okay. And, and damn, like, this nigga don't know what he wants. <laughs> um, I've, I've been called the guy who doesn't know what he wants many times. Really? Um, yeah, just because I be thinking I do. <laughs> <laughs> you be thinking. I think I do, but I don't. I think a part of it is you have to gain the confidence within yourself. You have to gain the trust within yourself. If you're not there yet, you really don't know what you want. You you might have an idea, and I think I have an idea, but it's not until I've seen a soft nigga and how they move, and then I've seen a hard nigga and how they move, and I'm like, damn, I do want the in-between. 
but you have to see that in between within multiple relationships I don't think one guy can give you a hard and soft I think it's either one or the other and they might have one or the other showing first than second because it's more about the digging it's about more about the questions that you ask it's about the questions that offend them mm. or what triggers them as well like, I'll speak on that cause that that says something in itself too like I've been I feel like I've been in a situation where I had a balance you know because like you said some people like you said with the person in college you were skeptical because he had relationships with all of these other people so it's like mm, how is he going to treat me but relationships are individual okay so mm-hmm. you could treat the world like something else and you come home to me and it's a different story mm-hmm. but I think going back to my point it is about those questions that you ask and we do especially when we date people we need to be cognizant of that because the questions that do offend them it's like this is important to me so the fact that you're getting offended by this let's talk about that and if you can't talk about that that is a red flag now you no longer live in life with like these rose-colored glasses like at that point we see signs and we ignore them that's I, that's how i feel yeah i think a perfect example in my last relationship i didn't like that his friends were so friendly with me um to an extent that when I talked to him about it, it wasn't a big deal, you know? But, like... No, check them. It wasn't until, like, someone asked my number, and he's like, oh, fuck no, woo. And I'm just like, but, like... I told you. It's so many other things that have happened. Why is this situation so... It's triggered him, because that same person, I guess, had a background story of messing with his exes. So it was like just so happened I ended up in a trap or mm. in a situation where I didn't even know I was in I'm just being friendly though because I'm just like fuck it you know he ain't want shit the guy not really that cute he didn't want my number cool but it's just the simple fact that we didn't have that trust um with each other to be like even though this the guy in your face I don't you see what I'm saying I don't care it was clearly defining in a red flag that like we wasn't there yet that it's still some jealousy there. It's still some confidence that needs to be built as far as how I can handle myself without you even being around. But also kind of like that in between what you were saying, like, I want my nigga to kind of be like, mm-mm, this okay. ain't that. <laughs> and some people be like, no, I'd rather, I I rather let me handle it. No. But it's, it depends on the person. You see what I'm saying? And it's like sometimes it comes off embarrassing if your guy checking the other guy. But it's like, sometimes it comes off as sweet and loyal and protective. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Trust. I, I, first off, I just want to say, it was a lot of good, like, energy ping-ponging back and forth with the conversation. <laughs> and I feel it most definitely. But I also feel like I was... I was there, but I feel like I shifted to, because I, I feel like for a very long time I had trust issues, and then it got to a point where it was like, I don't, I don't want it. It's just, because it, it weighs so heavy. I, I know for me, it was just weighing too heavy on my shoulders. So at some point, I, I just started working with it and was like, I just want to let this shit go and see, mm. like, just start with a fresh, clean slate and see where shit goes, but be intentional about everything I'm doing. And really understand what I want, like, 
dating. Like, everybody's, everybody is, you know, wants different things with dating. Like, some people just date for experience. Some people date to marry. I feel like dating is experience, experiencing people until the point you find somebody that you don't really care to, like, date or talk to or, like, entertain another person because everything that this one person is doing with you is it's fulfilling it's like i'm so full i don't i don't crave the attention or the presence or the conversation of any other suitors um dating through the dating through the pandemic quarantine and it happened so quick like i feel like it i feel like during the pandemic dating is probably the reason I'm in a relationship now. It, I feel like it actually sped up our relationship because when before it, the pandemic even came about, it was just a friendship I had with a guy, and then it started to become casual. Like we both, I just got out of a situationship, mind you, not a relationship, a situationship. So y'all already know, like I was. My I was so head over heels about the shit, and I had to look at myself like, bitch, like y'all not even together, like. Mm, okay. You okay. know. But okay. <laughs> but mm. no, I I agree. I think that it it really defined the last relationship that you had before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Because once the pandemic hit, you like, well, shit, what do I do now? Like, do I? Do I fuck on the dick I've been fucking on, or <laughs> you know, do I find a new dick and wear a yeah. mask all the time? Like, no, <laughs> it's just not it. Like, I think a lot of people dating during the pandemic just went back to their exes, to their baby daddies, shit like that, or they just don't date at all. Like, yeah. they're finding themselves. They want to go travel. They want to mm-hmm. do shit like find their hobbies, writing books, yeah. recording albums, like sensitive time for everyone because everyone wants to be with under someone but even the person that they're under isn't completely who they want to be under yeah it was just short notice you feel restricted i mean physically mentally everything is like ugh. i mean people are getting weight people are losing weight people are just like going through all these different emotions and i know for me like talking to this new guy I was just in a hospital last year for, like, six weeks straight. So, I really don't want to be up under this nigga. I don't even know who he been around. But I still gave him a chance. I don't do too much kissing. But I'm like, damn, I do want to kiss him. Like, it's just, like, it's so much to where I'm like, can you protect me? <laughs> I feel that. I think it's, like, a huge test for people to see, like, is this who you really is? Is how you really move, like, because we don't have anything else to feed into mm-hmm. but ourselves. So it's like, do I fuck with you the way I think I do? Like, going to this nigga crib one week and then going to another nigga crib next week. I don't have no problem with that. But with the pandemic, you like, nah, G, this yeah. shit ain't cute no more. Like, <laughs> the Rona don't be playing. For real. <laughs> she For don't real. judge. She don't discriminate. So I don't know. I think it's. I think it kind of trapped me personally because I don't, I don't want to fuck with my ex. Yeah. But I ended up fucking back with him harder and yeah. harder and harder. Yeah. Um, I feel like when a pandemic over, I might run out the damn house. 
butt ass naked and shake my ass because oh damn <laughs> why did somebody tell me that they was like uh i gotta see what it's done because when this pandemic over you might be a hothead i said maybe <laughs> no because it's like it's niggas out here y'all <laughs> the niggas are out never like for real what she say what the like, hood niggas ass no but <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> The it's, real hood niggas. Ooh, no, for real, the real hood niggas. Ooh, the it's real different. hood niggas. We not talking about sixty third. We not talking about the low end. <laughs> we talking about no, but for real, I just I feel like these niggas finessed yeah. the pandemic. They're like, oh, she can't go nowhere. She gonna be here. She gonna be here. Some niggas did finesse. Some niggas most. I watched niggas. I watched niggas finesse. <laughs> I was like, damn. Shit. I was like, you know how many quarantine babies popped up? I was like, damn, he got you. He got you. And they, they doing the summer too, G. I'm just, I'm hurt. I'm just hurt for everybody. But I I just, I don't know. I did not expect for my quarantines to go how it went. Because, mm. again, before quarantine, I was chilling. You feel me? I had a standard with one of the people I was casual with. So I was chilling and then that shit just hit out of nowhere. And I was like, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Where do my hoes go? Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it was like, them niggas was boring. It, except for one person. Mm-hmm. One person. And then it just went from there. It got to a point where it was like, it became a routine, but it wasn't like a routine. In a sense, it was a natural routine, like mm-hmm. FaceTime calls, smoking a blunt with each other, having honesty hours, mm-hmm. watching TV shows together on some shit, like crazy. Just, I feel like because I don't, I feel like because we had like a chemistry and a friendship, quarantine, all it did was just make our like relationship stronger. Because all we had was that time to talk and, like, check on each other. Because before we was casual, we was friends. So it was like, I miss kicking with my friend. I mean, I miss fucking on you, but I miss kicking with my friend. How are you? What you doing? What you found new today? I'm so bored. Like, it got to, all right, enough again. I think it was, like, a few months in. I just got calls, like, hey, I'm free to come over. <laughs> like, you're, like, you got movement. Like, you're leaving your house. <laughs> like we like we gonna be in the same vicinity, yeah. Oh man, it was up from them. <laughs> but I really do feel like in this sense, quarantine was wild as hell. But I know for me, it did. Shit, it allowed me to blossom into a whole relationship. And we talked about that because I because I most definitely told that nigga like if we ain't had quarantine, we probably still been casual. He was like, yeah. And we both agree on some like, hey, we really did. It it for not forced us, but forced us because you know not being able to move, see each other. It really like, hey, connect on this different level, constant communication. Like, now that's just the thing. It's it's so natural now because we've been doing it for months and months on end. So where it's like it's second nature. Yeah, and also I feel like. I got finessed. Like, I feel like before I got sick, 
I was around friends a lot. I was mm. around Amir a lot. I was around creatives a lot, a lot to get my mind away from this nigga. You feel mm-hmm. me? But like it's like once I got more sick and then like I got out the hospital, it was like I had to be by myself a lot more. And then he's in my ear like, well, if you need anybody, it's like I can't be around my friends no more because like they around other people or I don't know what they've been exposed to. At this point, you finesse me because we already have a routine. We already have something that was built. So you know how to kind of nitpick at it. You know how to kind of move around. Yeah. And I feel like, to an extent, it challenged him. Like, okay, even though we do have this, how can I move different? How can I show change without it hurting my confidence? Like, and that's when I had to come, come to the conclusion, like, I really made the relationship. I was a dictator. I was the man in the relationship. And I never wanted that shit. Like, I kind of want somebody to kind of tell me how to move. Or, no, nigga, you coming over here. Like, I kind of sure. wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Okay. So it's like, I can't do... I I don't know. I feel like now that restaurants are opening up. And guys want to ask you out now. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. So what you doing know, Valentine's Day? Or, you know, like... I am kind of more open to... But at the same time, I'm like, damn... It's so much easier being used to some shit than going out there and trying some shit. Like, and that's why I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to go out there and try some shit because I'm so used to just dealing with a certain energy, a certain vibe. And once I'm not used to that vibe at all, just a little small thing like, oh, look at that nigga pick up his fork. Like, hell fucking <laughs> out, like. Look at them nigga shoes. <laughs> Why like, would you like, out today? <laughs> like, no. I felt that. What I've been hearing is routines versus restriction. Mm-hmm. Getting finesse versus falling. And it seemed like the pandemic was a time of, I'm going to go into myself or I'm going to look outside because I don't like what's already here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference between whether you got finessed or whether you was running away, whether you fell, whether mm-hmm. you, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. dating is different. That it was different, but it seems like we're slowly starting to open back up. I can only yeah. speak for Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and then like restaurants just open back up, so it's kind of like with the limited space they have for people to come. It's like this is your opportunity, or oh, no, just stay where you at. Mm-hmm. I think. That's where people have to actually get out their comfort zone now. Like, okay, this is what I'm used to, but fuck that. Like, I want something different for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to change. I want, I want different vibes. Yeah. And I'm still confused, though, if I want different vibes or not. Because, I mean, Same. sometimes I do want different vibes. Sometimes I'm like, nah, gee, because these niggas weird nowadays. They so weird. Weird as hell. And I think that's why, <laughs> like, once you get used to that vibe... Or that weird ass nigga. You, you don't want to deal with another weird ass nigga. Yeah. Like, come on, just come be weird with me, nigga. <laughs> the fuck? Stop trying to. <laughs> we could just be weird together. I feel you though on that, like, going back to exes. Mm. Especially, like, it's, it's something about an ex. It really is. It's something about an ex. I, I hate it. It's not even something. It's just the simple fact that y'all already laid a foundation before. And I think and y'all know yeah. each other yeah. on a whole, like, y'all was with each other for a reason. Because they don't say get coochie. Yeah. Like, damn. 
Don't you hate when they try to come back in or some they just know your fucking life? Yeah, so how you how you up to you and doing? So they fixed the boy, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Cause you don't know. <laughs> you me. don't know. It's you been a year and a half. You don't know. <laughs> don't ask about shit you ain't been here for. <laughs> and I think I realized like exes are just so trash to me because it's like if they if they when they come back and it's not look at how they want it to look, they just as gone as they were before, like I don't like, really care for that. Please, oh, like you, you still not gonna do what I want you to do? Oh, you still have it? Like, no, nigga. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing it then. I'm not gonna do it now. Like, I don't know where you. Where you oh, and that kills me. Look, so it's just one X. <laughs> this one X. Like, we don't really see each other like that. But I told him about my whole hospitalization and how I was fucked up for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this nigga finna like slag, you know, pamper me, throw my feet. He said, damn, that's crazy. You need me to pull up? I said, yeah, you can pull up. He's so awesome, but I ain't gonna be able to pull up till 11 p.m. I said, oh no. 11? No. It's so rude. It's giving me booty call. (laughs) Anything after 8 is booty call. It's booty call. And then you calling before, come on, you almost, you missing the play here. Man. Ugh. I can't stand you. And and that's the thing, like, I could, I could deal with honesty to yeah. an extent, but when it's too honest, like, damn, bitch, you can even, like, fake nothing, like. No. no. And I hate it. I had one nigga, um, said, I, even after the fact of just not fucking with him, I feel like he would just linger around, and he'll, every time that nigga come back to the city, he hit that, and then always be, like, after 10. Some shit. Yeah, what you want? Or it'll be like, first he'll lay down his foundation, then fuck, yeah, you know, I'm be in the city. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to see if I'm gonna be your way. Nigga, I know you're not gonna be my way. Your people is in the suburbs. I'm like, and then what happened next night? Uh, yeah, you know, can I come out there with you? No! I knew what that meant. That meant you trying to stay in my shit. No. No. Right, because you're so far away. You right. want to get comfy. Like You trying to, yeah, you know, you could just link me, me, me out. No, ain't no link here. Ain't no come meet you at Capri. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I love your ass. Some foe less, less. Nigga, no. <laughs> Stop. No, not for real. And it's just that, like, damn, I just hope that the next relationship, every time I think about it, I'm like, are you going to be an ex? That's now I'm like that's how Man. I kind of dictate. Jeez. Like, can I fuck with you forever, or is this for a long, just for a certain time? Maybe a long time, but not forever. Like, just to even know that our relationships are temporary, it's fucked up because you're yeah. just so you're pushing and you're pushing for that forever. And it's what you want, but do we show up like we want forever? Because that goes back to the topic of trust. That goes back to the topic of vulnerability. That goes back mm. to the conversation you have with your family as far as an arrogant man and a confident man. A confident mm. man show up wanting forever. An mm. arrogant man or woman or non-binary shows up as, mm, what is going to go? What you yeah, really want? Yeah. So it's like, that's why you really got to decide what you want. Yeah. Before you even, not before you date, because dating is experience, but as you start to learn, like, what I'm accept, what I'm not going to accept, what I want, be intentional. Be intentional. 
and either do it or don't do it because now we leaving scars on other people the same scars people left on us we leaving on other people when we fuck around like that i see why people don't move on because like it's the easy way out like it's it's it easier to not hurt other people's feelings, so you just like fuck it. Like I hurt this one nigga feelings, and we can go back and forth from creating this toxic ass shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be like cesspool. Mhm. I think also once guys figure you out, mm. they know how to try and keep you around, and it's like, what was this energy when you first met me? Like. It, did you have to figure me out to know how to move with me? Ugh, yeah. that's trash. But is it? Yeah, because you should just move like a real nigga before all this shit. Yeah, like, I felt that. Some niggas move through you. Some niggas just real regardless. So it's kind of like you got that one ex. You be like, damn, I always give it to him. Sorry, but I always give it to him. Just because just that's how real the nigga yeah. is. You got the other ex. You be like, nah, he's going to have to. Fuck, they about to come correct, boy. I'm about to do a whole one eight because this shit just ain't cute. Okay. Yeah, because so, <laughs> no, like, I got three six and I got a one that can always get it. Okay, <laughs> always. So yeah, I don't know. And then I think the one who can always get it has a foundation of themselves that you just don't want to disrespect. You don't want to just go against. So they aura is just like, like you fat. know you. Yeah, I miss, I miss you. That's why I miss you because you know you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. Yeah. And they stand on that. And they, they, they st- and I feel like those are the people that's not the one that got away, but it's going to be very hard to let that go. Because it's like, it's hard. It's not, not hard, but it's rare you come across people who are unapologetically them mm. around anybody. There is no, so you just get the poor 24-7. So it's like, but niggas is weird, and we from Chicago, so we already have, like, a higher quality of, like, what we want, so it's, like... Expectations are very high. Very Super high. high. Them Indiana couples and shit, ugly as hell. <laughs> Don't <this> shit. <laughs> have y'all seen Mixed this video? Fuck. These people think we some Indiana couples. <laughs> <laughs> that shit funny as hell. Yeah, it's some Indiana rappers that call themselves Indiana animals. I said, okay, y'all can have that. Y'all can have that shit. Oh my goodness. You know what I really like? I always tied into like my like relationships, exes or ex flings, cause I don't I don't claim all them niggas as my exes. I just want to put that out there. They flings. Some of them niggas real life flings. Little little scabby legs I used to have. Okay, but do the side. <laughs> I've heard scallywags so long, but go ahead. Niggas do these scallywags, they don't know, and that's okay. It's not for you. No, for real. But I just, I always like love to try to tie in signs into it. Mm. Um, like for instance, like I know I'm a Gemini for sure. I'm a Virgo. I love Virgo. I think signs is energies. Yeah. That's what I identify. I hate when people be like, oh my God, you, you, you got with the shot. Like, no, bitch. I really just like energies. I like the definition behind energies. And I know that there is no reason that we have these similarities and commonalities between people in the same fucking month. Mm-hmm. 
It's just as simple. They was born in the same time, so they're going to act the same fucking way. It's just that simple. Why is it that it's so a different language or something that nobody ever really proved to be right? It's literally within our minds. It's how okay. our minds move. Yeah. It's, it's consciousness. consciousness. It's consciousness. Say your sign. Yes. It's consciousness, but it's also consciousness connected to energy. And you're a... Sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I don't know, and I also think, you know how shit is in the black community. Mm-hmm. We grew up thinking so many different things are bad or taboo, and it's like, no, this, and I think spirit, astrology and spirituality, I feel like they're the same thing, mm-hmm. but I know, like, in my upbringing, it just wasn't something that's talked about, and then you have the people like myself and my sister who like to explore that, and we're the butterflies of the family. You know what I mean? So it could be experience too. Yeah. But yeah. some people just don't be wanting to believe it. Because they, <laughs> they know it's true. <laughs> can I, okay, can I please tell you this one thing? I like this this interaction I had with a Virgo man. And you and you tell me how you feel I about can what say I explained. Okay. okay, come on. Please, <laughs> let's do it. That, that this Virgo man. You know, he's cool, whatever. Um, first thing first, first off, we wake up at uh, the Forest Reserve. Before mm-hmm. the Forest Reserve, I was trying to take him to this frozen yogurt place. Somebody was like, that's your spot for all the hoes, huh? I said, don't do that. Don't do that. Because I just really like their frozen yogurt. They was like, well, that's where you take your hoes. I said, ah, ah. no, don't do that. But I guess it was close, so we just went to the Forest Reserve. We was walking through. It was a rainy day. And then we were just, like, talking, but <clears throat> the energy was very, like, magnetic. And then it just went into, like, okay, you know, you're ready for me to take you home. He was like, well, I mean, if you're free, we could kick it some more. Smoke some woods, whatever. I said, okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. Right? So then, look. um, His, I think, yeah. I think of his sister and brother came by. And I knew I knew the brother. I didn't really I wasn't familiar with the sister, but I know that's their sister. And we was out playing cards. And we chilling, we vibing to some like, you know, Neo Soul R and B music. Tell me why what song was that? It was a Frank Ocean song, um Night and as soon as like the breakdown came on, tell me why we both hit that shit at the same exact time and it was just how he was doing. I'm like it took me out. I was just too high. I was like, where did you come from? What are you doing? Mm. Where did you come from? It like, was the purity. Yeah, I do like how pure Virgo men are. Because the guy I'm talking to now is a Virgo. And I think commenting on yours as well. I think Virgos like to connect. Yeah. They like to connect to people. They like, they don't really care about looking a certain way or or being, I guess, looked at as a certain way. But at the end of the day, like, as long as we connect, as long as the vibe is there, that's what kind of pushes the energies together or pushes the energies to where they feel like they need to be. And I feel like the only thing about it is, is trusting the Virgo for me. Like, yeah. you never know what the fuck they're on. And, and that's the thing. It's like... I feel a little bit more grounded because, like, 
we didn't talk about moons and we didn't talk about risings. But like my Virgo moon doesn't really let me kind of do too much as far as being scattered or I might finesse or this is how I'm looking the next. I've seen a lot of Virgo men kind of like not feed into their emotions. They give off a nice vibe. They give off a nice cool ass breeze. But it get cold as fuck sometimes. You be like, it what the fuck? Cold. Bitch, ain't no sun out. Like, he ghosted me. He and, ghosted me. And then look, then tried to come. Like, he was, it always started off as flirting with me, fucking with me. And then I tried to, like, flirt back his try to fuck with him. And he just, it got cold. He kept giving me the cold shoulder. And then he finally turned around, like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm with somebody. No, the fuck I don't. Like, <laughs> if I would have knew that, I would have never did that. Like, bitch. <laughs> and that, my friends, is niggas. Okay. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why would I fuck you if I knew you were in a... In like, nigga, you got us taking fried ocean together. <laughs> fuck you. Niggas will do that. Literally, I was blue. Hey, that I nigga... I would never. Hey, I, that, I would uh, never. That's the, that's the only side of Virgo I would not do, like... Gee. I mean, it's been times I've, I've chilled with niggas. Not had a nigga. But I'm telling that nigga off front, like... I got a nigga. I got a nigga. And don't ever try it. Don't think it's going to get that far. And I think that's the vulnerable part of me that my Virgo moon hates. Like, I can't get away with shit. No, that's not vulnerable. That's being honest. Yeah. Don't but that's try the it. thing. Like, you can be honest and not tell the complete truth. Like, never ask that nigga had a, had a girl because that you just automatically true. assume. Or he, mm-hmm. he gave you the vibe that he was available. That is very true. But, like... Even when we are available, are we really available? The nigga clearly in a relationship, and this nigga, is giving you attention. he giving availability. Okay, but nigga, you not available. He what not. The, what the fuck is the fuck is going on? Some part of him feels empty. Maybe his rising is maybe some. I'm not trying to come at sad, but maybe it's more of like a free. I want to kind of date multiple partners, and I want to date whoever the fuck I want to date. But you can't do that without explaining, being upfront. Mm-hmm. Without the honesty, it's kind of just like, you can meet anything. You can meet any type of fairy tale. And I feel like Virgos are the true fairies of the Zodiac sign. Them bitches is not real. That motherfucker must definitely have his soulmates. Jay, let me tell you. Not real. The, like, there's mythology and then there's astrology. Mm-hmm. And like. I love mythology. The mythology behind Virgos, she was a woman, mm-hmm. a she daughter was. of Zeus, mm-hmm. and she Big ended up marrying this Lucifer ass nigga, like, mm-hmm. to the extent where she had to go to the underworld mm-hmm. to even, like, be with this man. She had to yes. be the queen of the underworld to even be with this man. So there's a dark place, I think, within every zodiac sign that we can't really define, but it's there. So, like, it's times where the fall, I guess, is the time where everything gets cold, and that's where September comes in. It's like, oh shit. That's when the bitch is actually going back to the underworld. Other than that, like, say, springtime and all that, she's She's on Earth, mm-hmm. and she's making everything bright. She's making everything light and vibrant. But I mean, what time did y'all go for frozen yogurt? When did y'all go? I'm 
in the spring. So it, it was, was in like the spring. <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling a new. So he, he was new life. That nigga was flying around all summer because when fall came, I did not hear from that nigga no more. He said, "Time to go home." He's like that. I said, like, where did you go? A, a white bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go home. But yeah. Oh my god. That shit is hilarious. I don't know. I've never. I, my sister is a Virgo. And okay. she's very like into spirituality mm-hmm. and like natural healing and all that other stuff. But like the last person she dated, she dated her best friend. And there, her best friend is an Aries. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, and what I love about that relationship was that on the outside, it seems very balanced. Mm. Like, they give a very balanced persona. You know what I mean? But just like everybody else, on the inside, everything isn't as great. And I feel like it's because you got all this fire. Like, I love my fellow fire signs because I feel like we're all very expressive. We like to be free, but we're also very grounded in how we make people feel. You know okay. what I mean? It's because I talked to a fire sign. Mm-hmm. And he's Ghanaian. Mm. So there is a lot of raising, you know. A certain what? Go back to what you were saying. Grew <laughs> up with saying, and I'm only saying this from like personal experience, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've been getting into astrology and all that other stuff and like, reading my chart and like shit just makes sense you know what i mean and so i do personally feel like naturally i'm very expressive naturally i love to be of service to other people and all of these different things but i don't come off like that and when i look back to my childhood like those parts of me weren't nourished or they were cut off because i was being disrespectful or that's not your business so no, 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 like this is just who I am. I'm curious about the world and everything around me, and that's how I want to show it. So that's when I think about fire signs. I do think fire signs like attention, whether or not they want to say it, especially Leos. It's- Leos love to be the center of the room. And if they, if you meet one that doesn't, it's because they haven't tapped into their power. Okay, I can see that. I feel that. Because naturally, I think fire signs take over wherever they go. And, and what they do, and what they do, whatever they thing is. Because I know Aries, she loves to dance, and she's beautiful when she dances. Like, just watching her dance, it makes me emotional. But when she's not, she feel lost. You know what I mean? She don't feel grounded. So I think fire signs have to find their outlet, and when they find their outlet, they flourish. That's just my take. <laughs> Um, I don't know about I'm fearful. Them. Yeah, I'm fearful of them now. Like I've had too many experiences with, with Aries men. They scared me. Really? My yeah. first crush was an Aries man. They charming as fuck. They so charming. They super charming. It's the style. It's the persona. It's the, it's the money too. They always got money. And, like, and they be looking like money. They smell like money. They smell like money. Probably taste but, like money. Like this is the thing about them. Like. Nothing is completely one way. I don't like that. Like, it's kind of however they move or however they want to move. And I don't, never no compromise with the shit. Even if it is a compromise, they getting up on you some way, somehow. And it's like, no, 
Like, I had this one Aries man. We was actually, like, cool as hell. But we did something the first time we met each other. Mm. So, it was, like, even though I didn't want that to happen, and I tried to act like it didn't happen, he was still stuck on that shit. And, like, maybe eight months later, yeah, I'm thinking this shit over with. We walked the band. This nigga ends up basically, like, can I eat you out again? And I'm, like... Nigga, no, that shit was a long ass time ago. Like, mm-mm. He like, damn, like, it's like that. And I'm like, dude, this whole time we've been friends. We've been telling each other about our boy problems, all this. Where's this coming from? Is this what you've been plotting on the whole time? Like, I can't trust them. Like, and Leo, man, it's more about their attitude for me. Yeah, that attitude is something else. You could be the center of attention, but don't fucking lash out when the, when you're not the center of attention. That shit. When is, everything don't go your way. They the real queens of the zodiac sign. Like mm-hmm. they demand so much, and it's like when you look at what they actually have to offer, you'd be like, oh fuck no, baby. Like mm. I think that's why people like Uzi is always like on Instagram and his feelings because it's like he got this hard ass shell all the time like that nigga sucks fuck mm-hmm. but that's how it be though I yeah. think that's how it is a lot anytime it seems it seems like something is usually the opposite mm-hmm. you know what I mean like oh he's so emotional or oh she's so tough all time she be hurt Mm-hmm. And he don't give a fuck. That's just what he's giving you. That's just what she's showing you. You know? No, for real. Yeah. All right. And this concludes today's, I like to call it freestyle. Freestyle session. I just want to say thank you all to you lovely people, you lovely souls. And gratitude to everyone listening. And thank you. Anybody want to say anything before we close up? I just want to thank Free for, I guess, admiring my social intelligence sometimes. When it comes to just connecting with other people, I feel very grateful that I am a man who can express himself correctly and correctly and just be myself to an extent and I'm glad that you interviewed me and wanted to see what I was thinking. I, I appreciate the support and I love you KP. Oh, oh let me just see I've been waiting on it. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um but yes. Um I mean I'm just here behind the scenes but I'm grateful that Capri trusts me with helping her operate this. So Stay tuned, y'all. Yes, thank you. Love you guys and peace and blessings.